0: Praise the Lord. This is Sister Pamela Williams. And we realize many of you would like to attend Sunday school, but because of the pandemic, you may not be able to. So with the help of the Lord and technology, now you can click on the link below and listen to our live lessons that were previously recorded at Healing Hearts Christian Ministries. Please keep us in your prayers and we'll be praying for you. May God bless you and keep you and increase your faith. In Jesus' name is my prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for another day's journey, Lord. We just thank you for giving us the opportunity to be in your presence once again. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We love you. We honor you. We glorify your name on today, Lord. No matter what we're facing on today, we know that you still reign on the throne. You still sit high and look low. And we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord, for your continued blessings. We thank you for continuing to cover us, continuing to protect us, continuing to lead and guide us, Lord. We just thank you. For being your children on today, we thank you for your love on today, Lord. We just know we know this is because of your love that you continue to keep us. You continue to lead and guide us, and we thank you on today, Lord. We give you all of the honor, all of the praise, all of the glory. Hallelujah! We thank you on today, Lord. We love you so much. We love you so much, and we. Thank you for being who you are in our lives so we're not worried about what's going on outside our doors. We're not worried. We're not bothered because we know that you are still have all the power in your hands. You still reign in victory, Lord, and we know that and we trust that and we abide in that on today, Lord. We thank you for the Healing heart, Church family. We Thank you, we thank you, we thank you, Lord. And we ask you to bless this Sunday school right now in the name of Jesus. Bless the morning worship service that will happen later on today, Lord. We ask you to have your way in this church family right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, continue to cover us, continue to keep us, continue to lead and guide us on today, Lord. We love you, we thank you, we honor you, and we glorify you on today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hallelujah, bless the Lord. Hallelujah, amen. Thank you, Lord. And thank you, Sister Krista, for that beautiful prayer. And I thank God, see, today I thought is, don't stop praying. And so we go back to verse 5. We are at now, chapter 12, verse 5. We go back to verse 5. It says, I have the King James Version. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing or continually, of who? Of the church. Mm -hmm. To who? To God, for him. And there's a song that we used to sing that says, Saints, don't stop praying, for the Lord is not. He said, the Lord is promised and his word is true. Don't stop praying, for he'll answer you. And I prayed God on last week during the inauguration. So many people were praying, and God heard our prayers.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm talking
0: about the prayers of the church. We were mm-hmm. praying for a peaceable transition, for the old go out to the new, and God blessed that thing. Mm-hmm. And I am so thankful that he did. And so we must continue to pray because God will answer us. It is around the clock. We should continuously be praying because of the situation that we see in this world. Amen. There's a saying, uh-huh. don't pray if you're going to worry. If you're going to worry, don't pray. But we want to stop worrying, and we need to really pray, continue to pray. And so I'm going to yeah. go ahead and read six. So verse 6 says, and when Herod would have brought him forth the same night this is what happened. This is an answer to the thanks prayer. Because I think a lot, of, a lot of times the church thinks that Jesus is the only one that prayer was answering right away and miracles was happening. But miracles was happening throughout the church because the church did what the father and the son told them to do. And that's what we mm-hmm. have to get back to a place of prayer. And so Herod had brought him forth the same night. Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter, or touched him on his side, and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his oh. chains oh. chain fell off. The chains fell off. We don't understand. We have that song that says, "I feel the chains falling." There's power in the name. It really is, mm. and this is a a physical manifestation of the prayers and the chains falling off. But spiritually, in the spiritual world, when well, we are bound by the enemy through worry, fear, doubt, financial problems, whatever's going on, the COVID, the mm-hmm. chains will fall. If we continually pray, and I thought about how God, we don't, we don't think about how God has angels there to assist us, just like these angels assisted. Well, this one angel assisted Peter. Mm-hmm. The angel came in after the prayer, and now there were guards guarding the prison, but they didn't see the angel. Because their eyes were closed, not physically closed, but they could not see. And actually when the angel escorted Peter, he walked right past them. The doors are open and everything. So this is a a miracle and it literally happened. And when Peter was set free, he went to the house and they couldn't believe that he was free. But that's the power of prayer. Any questions? All right, let's go on. So it says, the angel came upon him or came to him, and a light shining in the prison. He touched Peter on his side, raised him up, saying, get up quickly. His chain fell off his hand. I'm in verse 8. And the angel said unto him, gird thyself and bind on thy sandals. And so he did. And he said unto him, cast thy garment about thee and follow me. So he said, put on your clothes. Get ready. Come on, follow me. God. And does someone want to read verse 9? And he went out and followed him. Mm-hmm. And it was not that it was true, which was done by the angels. So he was, so he saw a vision. Yes. Yeah, so Peter was being set free and he couldn't believe it. And sometimes God will do different things. Now, we haven't already prayed. But because God has a time that he does what he wants to do. Sometimes mm-hmm. we prayed, and then months later. It happens, and you're still saying, "Wow, that's unbelievable." You put in for a promotion, and it looks like they overlooked you. And then the next thing you know, you get an email saying, "Report to," because now they're going to do something. That's still with God. And so Peter was being released from prison, but he was amazed, and he thought he was dreaming. And we, you know, the world will say, "Teach me." Am I? Uh, am I? But sometimes. We do. We, I, I, my prayer is that we'll have more of, more of those peach moments. Mm-hmm. Even when you get sick, when you start feeling better, it's almost like, wow, God, I don't hurt like I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's still God answering your prayer. Mm-hmm. And so um, verse 10, someone can read that? When they were sad the first and the second God, God's hope, they came to the iron gate, open to them of its own accord. Mm-hmm. And they went out and went down one street, and then immediately the angel departed from him. Hallelujah. So the angel was there to assist Peter in releasing him because of the prayers of the saints. And, and I'm sorry, someone had uh, chimed in. We we're in Acts chapter 12. Passed around just read verse ten, but do you see how all these elements in the world help the angel? The Bible says that I have that the iron gate that leads. He he came to the iron gate that leads into the city, and it opened of its own. Mm. So no remote control that the angel pressed, but God commanded the gate to open so that Peter can get free. And I'm talking about, you know, the Bible says, whom the son is set free. It's free. This was in a free indeed because we read up earlier that he was surrounded by 16 soldiers. Mm. Uh, and you would be like, that's impossible. If one didn't see it, maybe the another one should have seen it. And then, no, because this was a miracle of God because of the prayers of the saints. Mm. And so that. And the angel escorted him. This is what I love because the angel escorted him until the task was completed. He was there all the way, even though Peter is still saying, "I don't believe. I'm. I don't. I don't believe I'm getting out of here." <laughs> it still was true, and so he says, um, "He. They went out and passed on through one street, and then forthwith the angel departed from him." And look at verse eleven. So, want to read verse 11. And when Peter to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord has, mm-hmm. his and mm-hmm. has delivered me out of the hand of her and from all the expectations of the people of the Jews. Hallelujah. So, the Lord delivered him, and now he realized. That the Lord sent his angel. And we need to be praying, Lord, send your angels to accompany us. Lord, send your angels yes. to get yes. to the church. Send your angels. Wherever we need to go, that's this, that is a continuous prayer, too. It's a prayer of protection. Lord, send your angels to the White House. You know, whatever, whatever the enemy is trying to plot against your people and the nation, Send your angel to block him in the name of Jesus. That's what we need to do, continue to pray. And then verse 12 says, and when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark. There were, there were many gathered together, and what were they doing? Praying. Praying. They were, what? Praying. See, cause Praying. We, people know how to gather together to gossip, and people know how to gather together to eat. You know, but they were gathered together to pray. Mm-hmm. The importance of praying on one accord. God will send his angels to do something. And so look, look at what we have here. So as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a damsel came to, him, to to hearken, named Rhoda. And when she knew she heard Peter's voice, she didn't open the gate for gladness, but she ran in and told how Peter stood before the gate. Verse 15, if someone can read that. They said unto her, thou art Mm fast. But she constantly affirmed that it was even so. Then said they, it is his angel. Hallelujah. And so Peter is knocking at the door. He's physically, he's been set free. The angel escorted him, opened the gate. Now he knows that the Lord sent his angel to deliver him. But now he has to prove it to if we keep praying, the things that we're praying for, God will release them. But we have to pray, and when we pray, we must believe. You must believe. Don't yeah. stop praying. Don't stop praying. I just like this is uh, in my spirit to bring up some examples. Let me um, read this last scripture. And verse 17. I'm sorry, I'm in mean verse 16. But Peter continued knocking, and when they had opened the door, and they saw him. They were what? God. Now, why are you amazed when you were praying around the clock for Peter to the Lord? Mm. That's what we do. Mm. We pray for something. And then when he asks, it's like, wow, thank you, Lord. <laughs> so uh-huh. I, it's just, I think it's just an automatic. Anybody want to say anything? Any comments? I, I mean, I'm, I'm going back to the fact that they were praying. And when the bill came, and told them that Chris of running and rejoicing. Brother Williams. Kind of cuckoo. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't believe her and then Peter, and all they had to do was go look, and like you said, it should have been rejoicing. They should have jumped up right away and ran to the door. Good morning, Brother Williams. We're in Acts chapter 12. We just read uh, verse 5 down to 16. Uh-huh. And look at what Peter says in verse 17. If someone can read that, please. But motioning to them with his hand, Uh he declared to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. Mm -hmm. And he said, go tell these things to James and to the brethren. And he departed and went to another church. Hallelujah. And so when Peter, once they realized it was true, now they want to have a celebration. And he had to tell them, be quiet. (laughs) This is not the time to talk about it. You can praise the Lord, but go tell. Go, this is a witness, and sometimes when the Lord, there's not sometimes. When the Lord answers our prayer, we need to tell somebody, but when we tell them, make sure we give glory to the Lord. And that's what he did. He gave praise yeah. to the Lord He said, the Lord has brought him out of the prison. He gave, he acknowledged that it was the Lord. He couldn't have got himself out. And that's all. When I cried to the Lord, what did he do? He delivered me. He delivered my poor soul. It was the Lord who delivered me. I couldn't deliver myself. It was the and, Lord who delivered me when I had mental anguish and the enemy was checking me in my mind, you know, left and right. It was the Lord who delivered me. And so he said, and go tell this to my brethren. And so, and I, I think about how this king was under the influence of a demonic enemy. He was, and that 's why he wanted to he wanted to wipe out anybody that was calling on the name of Jesus and if we look up at verse um verse two, he killed James the brother of John with the sword, and I just think about how many times if we would have prayed for our loved one, even me for my sons, I would have prayed more for him, you know that maybe things would have been different, and because we 're not praying like we should mm. see. 'Cause I even thought about Job. Job let's go there, let's go there. Let's go there. Job chapter one. Job. Thank you. Job chapter one. Let's go to verse uh verse seven. Seven. Verse six. 20. Okay. Job chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. I'm going to start reading there. It says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also amongst them. Mm. So when, when the people of God gather together to pray, the enemy is praying too. You know why He's praying to destroy. We're praying to save, to save right. us, to save our loved ones. And so if you go to verse, Let's go over to chapter two. Now we know the story. Job's um, everything that he had, the enemy just began to take away, and left and right things started happening to him. Back and forth, back and forth. Um, verse chapter two, verse seven. If someone can read chapter two, verse seven. Chapter two, verse seven. Hmm. So, Went, went. Satan forth from the presence of the Lord, mm-hmm. and smote Job and sword boils from the soul the sole of his foot until the until his crown. Mm. So, chapter one talks about the sons of God coming. Satan came also, and then we roll to chapter two. Satan is not done with Job. He's still trying to get Job to bow down before him. So you see in verse 7, it says, Satan went forth from, where was Satan? He was in the presence Mm -hmm. of the Lord. That means he was before the Lord petitioning him. When Satan Mm -hmm. is before the Lord, he's not before the Lord to do good. It is to do evil. And then we may get to the part, we know the Lord's Prayer. Jesus prayed, when you pray, say, our Father who art in heaven, he says, deliver us from evil, because the evil one is constantly praying to destroy us. Yeah. He's that what he does on a regular basis, and that's why we can't stop praying. We need to pray more than him. But if you go mm. to verse 9, so Job loses his children, his sheep, his house, everything. Well, the house falls in all his children. They die, and there's one or two persons left to come and tell him all these things that have happened to him. But look what his wife says, verse 9. There said his wife unto him, do you still retain your integrity? Look what she told him to do. She said, why don't you recurse God and die? Now, who do you think was speaking out of her? It was the devil talking to her. But his wife should have been praying for her husband. I said, wow, I wonder if she would have been praying for him. Because, see, a lot of times when things are going good, we reap the benefits. Oh, we just yeah. gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Oh, I got a promotion. Oh, I can go out and buy this. Oh, I can go out and do this. Oh, the stimulus check is here. Oh, I can do this and do this. So we're steady, constantly getting, and we're forgetting that weight. We need to be covering our family. We need to be covering ourselves. We need to be covering even the stuff that God mm-hmm. has left us with because the enemy is praying to steal it from us. His wife, perhaps, that's, just, that's what came to me. I was like, wow, maybe he was able to get Because the wife should be covering her husband.
1: Whether Mm. he knows
0: it or not, she should be covering her husband. And if Mm. she ain't married, if she got sons or grandchildren, whatever God assigned her to, she may have nieces and nephews. Whatever we are assigned to do, we are to cover them in prayer. You see, because it's cold outside, you cover yourself with, garment, right? We'll put on our clothes. Look, everybody will dress warmer because of the weather, right? But we need to cover ourselves spiritually from the enemy because it is like a cold, chill wind that will bite Mm. you if you're not covered or you'll get sick if you're not covered or Mm. the enemy will attack people because they're not covered in prayer. Mm. There's Covering or an anointing when we begin to pray, not only for our loved ones, cover the pastor mm. because the pastor is under attack. Job was the pastor of his home. If you if you if you need me to prove it, I'm going to go back to verse one, verse five. I'll read it. So it was when the days of their feasting were gone about that Job sent, and what did he do? Mine said he sanctified him. I'm in chapter one, verse five. What did Job do? Who, who else has anything? I have Job sanctified them. Would sin and sanctify them, and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Mm-hmm. Thus Job did regularly. That's what I'm talking about. So, Job, as the priest of his home, he prayed. He would get up early in the morning and pray and cover his family from the enemy. Mm. But God needed someone to pray for him. The pastor needs someone to pray for them. Mm. The pastor needs someone to pray for them. We need to pray for one another. Yes. When you think so, good morning. We're in Acts chapter, I'm sorry, we're in Job. We just read Job chapter 1, verse 5. Our topic for today is Saints Don't Stop Praying. Let's go over to um, Acts chapter. Acts chapter 10. starting with verse 1. It is very important to keep praying. We need to pray. If we pray more, then it will be less complaining. Mm -hmm. Because when you pray, if you're praying a sincere prayer, an intense, fervent prayer, if you're praying under the power of God, if you're praying... With an anointing. If you're praying Mm. with a heart, you're not going to be thinking about all the stuff that's going on. You'll seek the faith of God. And first of all, when we pray, we always want to acknowledge God. That's why Jesus said, When you pray, say our Father. We acknowledge the Father that He is above all, He is the Creator of heaven and earth, He is Lord over all. And Mm -hmm. then we ask for forgiveness. We should ask for forgiveness. Jesus gave us an example of prayer. Our Father who are in heaven, holy is your name. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Your will be done in our lives as it is in heaven. Give us this day thanking the Lord just for today's daily bread. We're not worried about tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We're worried about yesterday because it's gone. You can't get it back. Mm -hmm. But give us this day, today our daily bread, and what? Forgive us of what? Forgive us of all the wrong that we've done. Forgive us as we are forgiving people who've wronged us. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing he says is lead us not, lead us what? not into temptation. But deliver us from who? From evil. To keep one, or protect us or keep us above the evil because evil is all around yes. us. Mm-hmm. And that's why Jesus told us to pray that way. There is no mm. order, you can't get around it. We need to pray more than anything. We need to pray to cover our families. Men, you all need to pray. You need to pray to cover your families. Mm. The enemy wants to attack the head. Uh-oh. He wants to attack the leader in the family so that the rest of the family will fall apart. That's what he wants. That's his job. That's why he attacked Job. But if somebody would have been praying for Job, the Bible says that his children, he had seven children, and every day they went to each other's house to what? To party. Now, Job prayed, but I don't think his family was really praying. They were just reaping the benefits. They were just getting all, everything God was blessing Job with, they were just reaping the benefits. But they were not praying to cover their daddy. You all should be praying for your fathers and mothers. You should be, because the enemy wants to attack the parent. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If the enemy can attack the parent, mm-hmm. if he can attack that house, if he can attack the finances, if he can attack the body, then other things is, go- is not going to line up. Let's go to, um, I'm in Acts chapter 10, verse one through four, we're talking about praying. We need to continue to pray. Yes. So, read verse uh, 10, chapter 10, verse 1 and 2. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What did he do? He prayed to God what? So here's another example. Jesus wasn't the only one that prayed. But if Jesus prayed and this man prayed and Job prayed, what about us? How do we think we're going to make it and survive without praying? The Bible says men ought to always pray. Mm -hmm. Man, that's and to always pray and don't give up don't stop praying so let's go back to verse 1 so there's a man here he's a captain of a band it says um, mm-hmm. he's a, and that means he had a whole a hundred soldiers under him yes. verse 2 he was a devout man devout means he was just godly but he wasn't saved but he revered mm. God. he honored God but he didn't have salvation yet he still did good and right. He heard about God, mm-hmm. and so what happened? So he, the back, verse two says he was a do- devout man. That means he covered and prayed for his entire family. Once again, this man wasn't saved, and that's why because of his prayers, God's going to send an angel to tell him what he needs to do to get saved. Mm-hmm. But the man was covering his household. So he says he was a devout man. He feared, he revered God, he honored God, he respected God in his daily life. And what did it say? He wasn't the only one. All his house. He demanded that mm-hmm. his house serve God too. As the leader of his home, he had the ability and he had the authority to command his house to do right. And I believe because the Bible says he was a captain of, he was a centurion. He had his soldiers to do right too. Uh-huh. That's the way he walked, and that's the way he carried himself. And says he gave much alms to people. Now alms are good deeds, whether it may be monetary, it may be something physically. He gave much alms because God has blessed him. You know why God blessed him? Because he honored God. He prayed to God, uh-huh. and that's what we're gonna verse verse three. Uh-huh. He saw in a vision. Evidently, I'm in verse three. About the ninth hour of the day, an angel coming in to him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid. He saw an angel and said, "What is it, Lord?" And he said unto him, "What did he say?" The angel came to him and said, "Your prayers, what have been heard? The prayers that you've been mm-hmm. offering up and the deeds that you've been doing, Boy, I geez. see it. Uh-huh. And now they." Pray to reward. Now, I've, I've been rewarding you yeah. in if, because you can't be a blessing to someone unless you bless. Mm-hmm. So right. for him to be able to give out and do many things, he was blessed. His household was blessed. Mm-hmm. He says, your prayers and your arms. So God saw all the good things that he had did. And he says, they have come up for what? A memorial mm-hmm. for God. That's what the Lord is saying. There is a memorial that has gone up before God, and he says, and now he says, send men to Joppa, I'm in verse 5, and call for one Simon whose surname is Peter. Now I'm going to go on down. Okay, let's read verse 6. And he's lodging with one Simon a tanner whose house is by the seaside, but he's going to tell you what you ought to do. So here's the thing, the man had status, he had soldiers under him, he prayed, he had good deeds, but he wasn't saved, and so the Lord, because salvation is so important, remember Jesus said, except you be born of the water and of the spirit, what? You cannot enter in, salvation of the Lord." Jesus' name, and the second part of that is being filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. So people in this world do a lot of good things, but they still need to be saved. And so because this man was praying, God honored his prayers, and a prayer of memorial had gone up. The Lord is saying, I'm going to save you. And also, if you read on, for the sake of time, we can't, his whole household got saved. Mm. This is just a normal man doing good things in the world, but he prayed, and so he was blessed because of his prayer. Any questions? All right, let's go into let's go on to chapter 16. Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16. It's talking about thanks, don't stop praying. Thank you, Lord God. You know, my mom, I had thought about my mom. She used to sing a song. Um, if I could begin my life anew, I'd pray without ceasing what, to the Lord what he would do. I wouldn't let Satan come in and lead me to sin oh, if no. I begin my life anew. In other words, now that you understand the power of prayer, now that you know that prayer if, if if you pray to God always without ceasing, prayer can change a whole situation. Prayer can change a nation. Prayer can save a person, save a person's life. If I knew be in, in the beginning to pray, if my life could start over and I just pray, 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 things would be a whole lot different. That's for each and every one of us. And prayer is a sincere desire of the heart, but the Lord says before you pray, he wants us to repent first. Mm-hmm. And he wants us to acknowledge him and then when you pray you must believe in your prayer and also wait patiently for the Lord to answer that prayer. Acts sixteen twenty five. Sixteen twenty five. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
0: Mm-hmm. Say praises unto God. Mm-hmm. heard that. Mm-hmm. So here's another example of someone, a man of God in jail, but he is going to pray. He and his companion, they are going to pray. Can you read verse the next verse, please? And suddenly there was a great earthquake. All of a sudden, hold on. All of a sudden, let's 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 go. Let's look at these lines. And suddenly there was a great what? Earthquake. All of a sudden, the earthquake. Go ahead. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken. So the foundations was broken up. And immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bands were needed. So who opened those doors? It was the power of prayer. They didn't have no remotes back then. It says all the doors were open. And we don't Uh understand. So this happened in the natural, but in the spiritual, when we pray, when we get a hold to God, because the angels will assist us if we pray in the right way. He said all the foundations were broken and shaken up. All the powers of the enemy will be destroyed and knocked down. And defeated if we really pray and call on the name of Jesus. Mm. He says, "All the doors are what? All And some of the doors are closed because we're not praying. Mm. If we only would pray, don't stop praying. It's so important to pray things. Don't stop praying. So he says, and all the doors were open and what? Everybody's bands. That means everybody that was locked up and chained up became mm-hmm. free. Instant. Yes, yes, yes. Can you imagine what would happen if everyone thank you us Father. together on one accord and start praying with a true, sincere heart. The doors will open in heaven and the Lord will pour out a blessing. Yes. Because don't, who could use a blessing? I ain't talking about no stimulus check. We need a blessing from the Great. Lord. But there's a chain yes, of Lord. command and we can't get around it. He said to pray. Yes. He told us to pray. He said the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous. What will happen? We have the proof right here. So not only will God free you, for you and your mind, for your family, but there are other people that he has in mind that he wants to save. Mm There are people in your family he wants to save, if only you pray. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So look at what happened, he says, and and I I can't get it, he says, suddenly, see, this was unexpected, all of a sudden, because that's what God can do. Prayer will move the hand of God, and he'll Mm -hmm. do exceeding abundantly. What? Above all that we can ask or think, anything that you can imagine says according to the power that work is into us, in us. Mm-hmm. That's the power of prayer working. There's another scripture that says, now unto him that is able to what? Keep you from falling. What are you, you, you into? Falling. What, what is he able to keep yes. you from falling from? So many things. Everything. Keep you from falling into sin. Yes. Keep you from falling into a ditch. Keep you from falling into the traps of the enemy. Yes.
1: That's how
0: Amen. we but the power of prayer. Oh. You can't oh. get around it. You've got to pray. So he says, and the keepers of the prison, they'll walk out of their sleep. Now, we read before, we read in chapter 12, those gatekeepers and the jailers, they remained asleep when they was released, when the angel came to release Peter. He didn't allow them to wake up. But this one was an earthquake. And so everybody woke up, and verse 27 said, And seeing they saw the prison doors were open, and they drew out, he drew out his sword, and he would have killed himself because he thought the prisoners had ran away. He thought they all escaped when he saw the doors were open. Now, it was dark. And guess what? Verse 28. Somebody can read verse 28. Paul cried out with a loud voice saying what? Don't hurt yourself, man. We're here. (laughs) And I'm Uh here just for this reason. And see, we we don't understand that sometimes we'll be in a predicament, not because we put ourselves there, but because God wants you there to be a witness and a light. And while you're there, you're not mm. murmuring and complaining. You are praying because there is a purpose and a reason because somebody else needs to be saved. Mm. And so Paul cried out. Now, the man was about to take his life, and he said, don't commit suicide. We're all here. And he went and called for a light, right? Mm. And he mm. praying, and he ran in right away because, now this is a shock. That he's amazed what's happening here. And he came in, what, trembling. Now the jailer had the keys and he locked them up, but now he's shaking on his knees. Why? Because of the prayers of the righteous, because the mm. power of God is manifested, and even the ones that are in charge can bow down to the God we serve when He show Himself strong. <laughs> Amen. So they came in trembling and they what? They fell down before Paul and Silas. Mm. Verse. Seven, Someone read verse 30, please. And brought them out. Uh-huh. Say, said, sir, what must I do to be safe? Who would have thought that if you went to jail, you done got locked up, and the, then you pray, and the power of God is manifested, and now the one who had the key to let you out falls on his knees and say, what do I need to do to be safe? Who would have imagined that it will turn, God turn that whole thing around? He can turn it around for you. Amen. He's turned it around for me. Amen. Oh, Amen. Oh, Father, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Jesus. That's what happened here, you all. So they said, "What must I do to be saved?" And look at look at the message here. Look at the message. So this wasn't about Peter, Paul, and Silas. This whole message of salvation in prison was about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when God freed yes. you, remember, all the doors are open. You mustn't forget. You mustn't get the big head and I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. You have to think about the ones that are still in chains, the ones that are still locked up. you got to pray for them because they need to hear about Jesus. They need to hear about the God that loosed the chains for you, from you and set you free. So he said, then they said, here's their testimony, verse thirty one. Believe on oh, who? Come on, now not me. Lord Believe on oh, who? Come on, you all. Lord the Lord Jesus Christ, Christ. and you are gonna be what? Yeah. Yes. Oh. We understand that. If you get one person in one house, the whole house, the rest of the house can be saved. You have one person that God is saved. Your whole house can be saved because of you. Mm -hmm. The power of prayer. Yes. Mm -hmm. Power of prayer. So look here, he says, and they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that was in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night, and he washed their stripes and was baptized, he and all his straight wings. And so we didn't read the part, but Paul and Silas had been beaten. They had been beaten and thrown in jail. And now the jailer who participated in throwing him in jail now takes a cloth and wipes his stripes. And now you see how the situation changed around? He went from hating on him to wanting to serve him, to wanting to minister to him. He repented. And he was like, he didn't say it, but you would imagine. If he's wiping his thoughts, I did you wrong, I'm sorry. You got what I need. That's the power of God and the power of prayer. Yeah. He will change everything around. Hallelujah. And the yeah. scripture says, Everything works together for who? For the good of them, the good of them who are the called according to his purpose who love the Lord. Yeah. I mean, here Amen. The the Lord. Amen. It's together for our good. It really is. And they receive salvation. That's the most beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So once again I want to encourage you all, don't stop praying. If we pray more, you'll see more results. You'll see more people get saved. You'll see more people crying out, what must I do to be saved? Because we don't have a lot of people asking, what must Mm -hmm. I do to be saved? They Mm -hmm. have it the wrong way. They're going to the wrong places to try to get answers. The answers Mm -hmm. are in the word, and his spirit through us can lead someone to the Lord. One of the reasons, the biggest problem is in the church, because the Lord says in Hebrews, he that comes to God must what? belief. That's right. If you're going to mm-hmm. God, you must believe, but people want to see something. And that's why the jailers, we went to vote, the jailers who saw the prison shake, they saw the doors open, they saw the chains fall off. Now they're like, I've never seen this before. People who don't believe need to see something from those who say they believe so that they can ask what you got. And because they're not seeing us doing anything. We're acting like them. We're looking like them. We're talking like them. We're doing the same things that they do. They're not going to come to us and ask what the, what must they do to be saved. They have to see something different in order for them to inquire about the truth. If right. I'm acting like them out there in the world, I'm not a light. And that's why we want to go to chapter 17, because this is Jesus' testimony. Now, Jesus was our example, but you should be an example too. And shame on you if you're not. Facebook, cell phone, text, car, the music you listen to, all of that shouldn't be like the world. It should be different from what they're used to getting or seeing and hearing. We're not to conform to the world, right? We want to pray against the enemy. Now, God has already decided things, certain things are going to happen. We don't have no control over that. But there are things that we can pray against to stop the hands of the enemy. Mm Let's go right quick to chapter 17. These words, chapter 17, verse 1. These words, these words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven, and says, Father, the hour and time is come, glorify mm-hmm. thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee. Look what he said. As you have given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they may know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Look at verse 4. Jesus said, I have glorified or honored you on earth. Mm-hmm. We should be glorifying God on earth, even in this body of death that we're in. That's why he gave us the power of his spirit. And the mm-hmm. Bible says, greater is he that is in us than what? He that is in the world. Do you right. believe that or not? Do we believe that? Then we are li- we ought to pray So the power that is in us will be activated and more people will see a manifestation of God for him to get the glory. That's why Jesus said, you are -hmm. the light of the world. He said, if your light goes out, we are the city sitting on a hill that shouldn't be hidden. But if you have no light, then there's nobody going to come to you. If you are dark on the inside, like they are dark, they're not going to come to you. And the Bible says two can't walk together unless they what.'" Agree.
1: Mm. So if you
0: want someone mm-hmm. to come on the Lord's side, on the light side, then your light has to be seen. Right. right. So Jesus, Amen. Said, I have Amen. By you on earth and look into his testimony. I have finished the work that you gave me to do. Everybody in here has a work to do. Amen. We mm-hmm. all have a work to do. You have a work to do back there, young man. You want to be about your father's business. Time is up for being about me, myself, and I. He gave you power to overcome the enemy. And we were made to glorify God in everything that we do. Mm. Everything in our life should glorify God. You know why? Because you have his word. He's given you his wisdom. He's given you pastors, teachers, prophets, evangelists. All of these people are put in place to help us to grow in the grace of God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, if you deny, if you deny him or if you don't believe his word, then you won't walk in the anointing that he's called you to walk in. If you don't pray, that means you don't believe in the power of prayer. If you want things to change, start praying first. Mm. Because we need some relief. Some of us need to be relieved. The enemy is on our track, trying to turn us back. Destroy us. Yes. He is. He's a destroyer. Thanks. Don't stop praying.